All right, let's get into it. So I'm eating breakfast the other day. I've got my eggs. I've got my bacon. I've got it's all the good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting. I'm eating the king's breakfast, and I'm thinking, how does breakfast power rank amongst the meals throughout the day? Mm, that's awesome. So my question yeah. to you guys is, power rank the three main meals throughout the course of a day. So what's your favorite? Oh, that's easy. And what's your least favorite? I think it's different. Hold on. Let's clarify. It's got to be the best meal at, in each okay, category. Right. Right. To do it. No. Or we can. I guess my thought was, is dinner the best meal of the day? Is lunch the best meal of the day? Or is breakfast the best oh, we're just meal ranking of the day? Them. But, well, you're right, though. Tyler, has, Tyler just said. Let's I mean, do both. But you just can't. Like, First of all, what's the best meal of the day? Given all the food, the time of day, what no, is your I think you have, meal let's of the rank day? it. Let's rank it as like the best meal as far as okay, I get it, best meal of the day. But then, like the best of the best breakfast or the best of the best dinner. Yeah, we can do that. Had, that's that's right? the secondary. Okay, I but, just want to know: Do you prefer breakfast over lunch and dinner? Do you okay, prefer so dinner I'll go over first. Breakfast? I'll go first. Okay, breakfast one. Really? Yes. Why? Uh, because I can remember, and I'll go back like. There was no better smell than bacon burning in the morning. Mm-hmm. Burning? Yeah, cooking or burning? Burning. Just like burn, we call it burning in the hood. You burn bacon. You just burn food. You just burn it. Like, we, again, my mom used to cook and wake us up. The smell of bacon would wake me yeah. up. In the we called it burning in the hood? Like, even when, damn, dog. We, do we have to go through this shit? Uh, yeah, I, I like, need an explanation. Burning is like cooking. Like, it's another term for cooking. Yeah, we were burning yesterday and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, and, you don't literally mean burning. No, not literally. <laughs> he's so yeah, disgusted. If you're just tired. listening right now, like he's, so, he's so disgusted. He's so done. But anyway, so. Did I just get my black card? Uh, what do you, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> cooking bacon in the morning there would you wake go. me up, right? So Wait, bake, do you bake the bacon or do you fry no, the bacon? No, we fry bacon. Do, do you? You bake have you ever bacon? have you ever put it in the oven? Yes, we I've seen that. Before. It's so That's, much cleaner. You know, white folks, it is clean. Hey, it is clean. White folks, though. Hey, I mean, I, 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 you know what? I'm so you, tired. Do of you want to take it another notch? Have you ever tried Traeger bacon? <laughs> no, but Traeger I, now, bacon. I've heard. I'm dead serious. Yeah, this I've heard. Isn't, I've this heard isn't an ad for Traeger. Yeah. Even though I hope one day it will be. <laughs> put put bacon in the Traeger. I'm telling yeah. you, you will never have bacon any other way. I'm, I believe that. I'm dead I believe serious. it. I believe it, it. it smokes it slash it's the greatest taste this mouth has ever. Dang. <laughs> it's the best meat I've ever put in my mouth. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Right, true story. Damn. Okay. Yeah, true story. Yeah, side yeah. note. So, side note. True story. I was in Costa Rica with hey, my, hey, with my wife a few years back. You ask a question. You ask a question so you can tell the story. <laughs> quick go story. Ahead. Quick story. And, and she'll be embarrassed if I say her name. So I'm not going to say her name. But my wife and I were in Costa Rica a few years ago. I had a buddy, buddy, he and his wife lived down there. And we were out eating at this place. This is assuming that this person even listens to the show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They may not listen. So we're out eating this place, and it's this, I don't know if you know, if you guys know this, but uh, Argentinians are famous for their grilling yes. their meat, yes. right? Uh, their <laughs> They're meat. famous for their meat. You're yeah. so immature, dude. Like, you <laughs> can't even like, say meat without laughing. Yeah. yeah, you just said meat. That's the, you know, he, he has some meat in his mouth oh, before. So, wait, go ahead. Talk so to us about, story. Sorry, you know about I, I get, the Argentinian get, meat. If you ever heard <laughs> the road, well, never mind. Fork in the road, I take too many different, yeah, different yeah, routes. Right, so, yeah. anyway, back to the story. So, we're in this place. These, this Argentinian is the chef, and he's just grilling up all this meat. And it's, I mean, it's delicious. <laughs> My buddy's wife, dead serious. She goes, mm, man, this is the best meat I've ever had in my mouth. 
<laughs> your buddy look at her like he goes call thanks and she goes i meant what i said <laughs> <laughs> i know what i said and i meant it so anyway i don't know how we got down that burning back to burning bacon i'm just trying to finish my little ranking ranking yeah right? why is breakfast your favorite? forget it we've already gone down that road anyway breakfast is one dinner's two lunch is three. I'm, on, I'm on board i'm on board because well, hold on. breakfast one what two dinner dinner's two. two okay Okay. Lunch is three. Okay. Yeah, I'm on board with that because reason breakfast is number one is because it is the utility meal. Breakfast could be served at lunch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Breakfast could be served for dinner. Yep, Even better. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, breakfast for sure is the best meal. <laughs> but you now, know what's I interesting? The least, I eat breakfast the least of all the meals for sure. Like right. I don't eat breakfast enough, but when breakfast is there, man. Yeah. But you oh. know what's interesting about that is you can't eat a hamburger at breakfast time. That's what I'm saying. You can eat breakfast at any other time of the day, but you don't right. eat dinner or lunch. Yeah, you're not gonna breakfast. you're not gonna have asparagus a weird steak deal. for breakfast. Right. breakfast. Yeah, true. Yeah, well, what's, so what's your deal. rank? Give, give us yours. Man, I, I was hoping you didn't ask me this. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna say dinner one. Okay. Big, big dinner guy. Big dinner guy. Huh? Big dinner guy. Mm-hmm. Breakfast two, lunch three. Lunch is kind of like eh. Yeah, it's all right. Because which get lunch is a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Because I look forward to lunch sometimes more than yeah, any other meal. Because it's great. like oh, I miss breakfast. Yeah. I'm starving. Mm. Lunch is kind of like the redheaded stepchild. It's like, yeah. eh. all right. So here's okay. Necessary. So so here's here's one other one, and we got to get into this. Uh, is three? There's a competition of three. Your favorite breakfast versus your favorite dinner versus your favorite lunch. Hmm. Favorite mm. breakfast. Uh, yeah, what is your favorite breakfast? Like if I can get bacon? eggs, if I can get eggs, bacon, pancakes. Oh yeah. Oh, pancake or waffle? No, pancake. Or fresh Ooh, toast. Man. See, I'm a fresh Ooh, toast guy. I'm a big fresh toast on, guy. It depends on the, who's on the, making on, and the, the bread. Toast. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. The be, okay, again, the best version of each of these categories. So the best oh, fresh toast you've ever had. God. French toast. Okay. I'll so you're, you're taking toast. French toast over, over pancakes? Over I, would, I would every day. Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. See, I'm not, I, I like French toast, but I, I hold pa- the other two in higher regard. Pancakes, pancakes are the safe bet, right? Mm-hmm. It, you always kind of know what you're getting with pancakes. French toast, if it's a good French toast, man, it's nothing better. make some French toast, man. The cinnamon on it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. It's all about the bread, too. Oh. In your mouth. But it's, I would say... I, I, what the reason about the excitement? I guess there's excitement around breakfast. I'm a morning guy, so like the smell of coffee, yeah. like there's it's mm. more. It's like the aroma. It's like everything yeah. that goes about definitely goes on. an experience more so yes. than anything else. Okay, so yeah. when you're on vacation, hey, I've got a deep question for you, D. Okay, well, hold on. Can I finish this? We let you like, finish I mean, your story. Yeah, just, but I've really got, got a good stories. deep question for you when you're done. Yeah, go ahead. Just ask you. Just go ahead. And start today. Have deep question. Go ahead, man. I'm just gonna wait. How many I can't believe you actually took the opportunity. Oh my gosh! What a jerk! Extra sorry. How many meals a day did you share with your mother? Uh, weekends. So it was always Saturdays. More on um, during the week, you fend for yourself until like dinner, and most of the time it was either my sister making dinner. My mom worked two jobs. No, that's what I'm saying. Was she there for breakfast though? No, she was already gone. Okay. She was already gone. So you fend for yourself for so breakfast. So that goes lunch. my theory of why breakfast is yeah. your favorite. But not but I would say on weekends, on Saturdays, breakfast. Sundays is when she was there all day and she was I mean, my mom, man, I'm telling you, she could put her foot in it, dude. You ever heard that term before? I've heard it. I'm not You've a heard big that fan one of before? it. I'm not a big fan of it. Right, anyway, it. anything breakfast, lunch, dinner, she could just flat out cook, but there was just something about 
And it's even when I think about being on vacation. If you're on vacation, you're at, you know, the resort or wherever you are, that this breakfast is that yeah. one meal yeah. that just starts that day. It starts right. day, man. Yeah. That's, you know, that's just yep. me. I'm, I'm just selling you. it. I'm with you. Yeah. No, I hear you. All right. So back to the original question is the best breakfast versus versus the best dinner versus the best lunch. I'm saying dinner, dinner. still ranks number one. Okay. I think for me, dinner is a celebration. Yeah. It's very social. Yeah. Breakfast isn't really that so you don't mm-hmm. get together that often yeah. with people for breakfast, but you get together with people for dinner. Right? Yeah, dinners mm-hmm. can go hours, right? Right, yeah. like That's you could never have that. a breakfast for hours, hours right? right? Like yeah. dinner can be, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. so you, yeah, dinner for me, and, and if you're asking me to pick my favorite dinner, uh-huh. just take me to Texas Day Brazil or Fogo de Chao, and I am. Damn, you just uh, flat. That's man. all. That's Argentina, right? Man. Is that Argentina? Uh, Brazilian. Brazilian. <laughs> so offended over here. Oh, God. Did you, you, say, just, you just talk about having an Argentina meat Texas in your mouth. Texas de Brazil? Is that Argentina? He literally, hey, Ben <laughs> is over here. Ben is over there. Like, just give me your meat sword. And just, I just give it to do him. Do you understand where I'm from? You just jacked off Argentinians meat. The they have time. great meat too. Yeah. For how long? I'm a fan oh. of Argentina. Okay, so, so that's your dinner. That's your dinner. Yeah. Put together yeah, your best if you, breakfast. If you told me, hey, you got one meal before you die. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going Brazilian churrascaria. No doubt. Okay. Oh, you had a little. That's the only, that's hey, the only Brazilian hey, Portuguese word you can hey, say. Hey, I used to be bilingual back in the no, day. you did not. <laughs> ask my mama. <laughs> she spoke Portuguese. My parents still speak Portuguese. I'm and not I, asking about your parents. Oh, yeah. I was five when we moved here. So, yeah, I could speak it. And then as we got older, we just stopped doing it because we didn't want to be different, uh, which is weird. It's a weird thing to not want to be, like, to be afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to speak true. a different language. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Yeah. So, Ty. Yeah. What about you? So, I, on the rankings, the power rankings of meals on breakfast, for sure, is, is my favorite overall. But I think if you put the best meals together, I think I still would have to, I think I would have to go dinner. Then breakfast, then lunch. My my dinner is is a is a perfect bone in ribeye, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. with uh, asparagus, Nick and Sam's fries, Nick and Sam's fries. <laughs> no, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, you know, nice little nice, nice little appetizer, whether it's tempura lobster or whatever else they got going mm-hmm. at Nick and Sam's that day. Mm-hmm. They got a good little sushi platter that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, but breakfast. So I'm I'm back and forth like. Like my wife makes my favorite breakfast is is you go like the the hash browns the shredded hash mm-hmm. browns, um, and then bacon, and then more bacon over easy <laughs> over easy eggs, and then oh, yeah. some mm. melted cheese over easy and then guy. melted cheese over the actually the cheese goes under the eggs on top of the bacon and then over easy eggs, and then you cut it up and then you mix it up like that's my like go to breakfast straight. Nasty. I mean, yeah, it was college, man. So that's what it was. That's what it, I got in college because the only the only fresh food we got, like freshly made, was eggs. Mm. So the eggs line was forever. So you get you pile up the hash browns, you throw the bacon on it, and then you go to the egg line, and then you cut it up, and now you have this like scramble, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that yeah, so that was that's my favorite mm. that. But my wife's family does eggs Benedict. Oh. That's something I've never had actually. What? I've never tried it. Oh, my wife's family, they make the sauce homemade. They do the uh, whole deal. Yeah, that drizzle, it's so just, Mother's that Day, Christmas, like, <laughs> I, like on point. And then my mom, she does these things. So again, breakfast. What's y'all laughing at? I miss it. I miss it. You missed it. It wasn't about you. I'll listen back on it. 
It was Good subtle. Man. It was subtle. You, you already ate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm on it. I just want to laugh it's at you guys. It's not about you, bro. It, it wasn't it about, about you. you. It wasn't about, about you. that drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible, Dude, man. Dude, man. Oh, you're the worst, man. So, okay, I, I'm that's with my, you. That's my rankings. Dayron, you're I, up. I, you're right. I, I would say there's the social aspect of dinner and, you know, a bone-in steak. I'm right there with you. If you get a great bone-in, oh, oh, there's gosh. nothing like yeah. Or a cowboy. Yeah, cow. holy cow, dude! Grow. We got oh, children man. here, dude. <laughs> he said all he could hear is bone in. Mm-hmm. Bone <laughs> He's over here laughing. In. Grow with up, some, man. <laughs> with some drizzle. Uh, I would say I'm with you on the Nick. You know, we go talking. You know, Samir and Nick and Sam's and all, but there, there's just something about that dinner aspect. And you get, yeah. you're right. The social aspect, and you can drink, you know, a glass of wine. Yeah, you your your people around. Yeah. Good food. I would start off with dinner as like the best meal. Yeah. And then I would go breakfast and then lunch. Lunch is always the one where you can. Yeah. I think, I think it's pretty clear that lunch is not, not our favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lunch is kind of secondary. Anyways. So the point was to get through this one pretty quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Took a lot longer. A whole lot longer. Hey, I like to, I like to bring stimulating topics. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What do we got? What do we got, Ben? I honestly don't remember. What did we what did we say we were talking about? Haters, Haters dude, gonna gonna hate. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> this is how prepared we are, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we are we're so calling the bone ins and we're yeah, pouring yeah, everything we are the into the bone in talk just yeah. really yeah. got my mind yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'll kick us off. Yeah, go ahead. All right, yeah, so uh, kick us off. You know, I think in this day and age, uh, to set yourself apart, you've gotta have you've gotta start with a good idea. Um, and you've got to have a concept that that services maybe a gap in whatever industry that you're trying to you're, you're trying to get into. Uh, with the idea, as you start to share it with people, there's a common theme that you hear. And whether it's you know creating a product, creating a service, or just you have a goal, a really big goal in life, you start talking to people about that, and out of nowhere, the haters just pop their head around the corner. And they just want to tell you why you can't do it or why it's a dumb idea or how hard it's going to be and, you know, what the percentage of success is for people that actually do it. And it's really, I mean, we just have, and I don't know if it's a social media culture or what, but we just have haters everywhere. Yeah. And there's something that you brought up, you know, when we were talking about this, when we were in our uh in our meeting, our pre pre show meeting, production the, meeting, the thirty three seconds we <laughs> spend on thinking of topics. <laughs> that production we've meeting, got, that we've one. got we've got a list of things that we are going to talk about, and it's it's like a hundred hundred long, <laughs> and it's literally like throwing darts at yeah. dartboard. What are we talking about? <laughs> But but these are real topics, and we're totally discrediting this entire episode. We, we may not Can launch we? this episode, y'all. No, we're launching this. Hey, one. let's just we're press stop this and just go home. No. We just shut we're, it down, we're, we're guys. This. this is going to be it's going to be too hard to recover from this. We just need to lay it down. But point is, is don't listen to the haters. Right. Like, Shake don't haters. listen to the people that are going to tell you why you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to the people that have failed themselves, they've quit themselves, and they're just trying to bring you down with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut out the haters. Yeah. Two two things that come to mind. Number one, not every hater is intentionally hating. Yeah. You know? It, it could be a well-intentioned caution from somebody. Say it's your mom or your, you know, your friend or whoever. 
they really do mean well. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, the, the chances of that happening aren't aren't really. Are you sure you want to spend your time, mm-hmm. you know, pursuing something like that? The chances mm-hmm. now again, <clears throat> when that when that's your goal and that's something that's important to you, from your perspective, that's that's hating. Mm-hmm. That sucks to hear that. But then the other aspect, yeah, the other like, thing I'll say is is I actually do listen. Me personally, are I you listening as far appreciate. as construction constructive criticism, or are you Both. listening as are you taking it as hating? Um, no, I'm taking it as I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't you don't yeah. think I can do this? Watch. Yeah. That's how I've always that's how I've that's how I've always thought about stuff is I'm gonna be the exception to the rule. Yeah, and that's that's big ego. I I get that, but I always go into a situation thinking you know if somebody oh that's gonna be really hard that the chances are slim. Well, I'm somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Might as well be me. Mm-hmm. That's just how I think about it. Right. I, I just I just don't pay attention to yeah. to haters. And I think maybe it's because I'm not on social media as much. And you know, I can remember a, a point when I first got on Twitter and I and I was at ESPN and I made a comment about uh, a player for I think it was the Jets and people on Twitter and as bad as the Jets were at the time as well. But at the time, I, they were terrible, just like they are now. <laughs> Garbage. New York right? team still so, have zero wins this year. Yeah. So anyway, someone came back and and I was reading through the the you know through that tweet that he you know sent back and he was just going in and on. I was like, what the hell? And it just took me back a little bit to go like you know, first of all, I don't even know this dude. Secondly, why am I reading this shit? Yeah. Like, so wait, he, he went in on you? Yeah, you don't know what. The fuck talking about Dallas Cowboys haven't won anything and he ever, he was right didn't won anything so it's nice yeah but isn't that funny how for whatever that, reason he decided to throw out oh, Cowboys he was this, you know, I, had I, but to I get it but trust me as athletes and I think this is a part of what who we are as athletes you we've been criticized forever ever it's so part of the job description yeah. exactly it's part of the job description so why are we since we should have the thickest skin ever because we're we're, we're critiqued on everything fans coaches, coaches. Teammates, front office, GM, I mean, your, your own family. I mean, who cares what other people think? Secondly is this. You know, when people are, are hating on you, they, I mean, my, I always look at it as what value are they bringing me? No, seriously. What value are they bringing yeah. me? They're not bringing me any freaking value. They yeah. paying my mortgage? Right. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, so why do I give a damn what they think? If I am passionate about something mm-hmm. or I have uh, I, and I'm all in on whatever it is, a, a, a certain project and I have get criticism because I've been criticized for starting a software company, joining ESRP, my, my you know, real estate. Co- I've been criticized for every damn thing I've ever done. But who gives a shit? Yeah, They don't well, live my life. Unfortunately, a lot of people give a shit. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying to yeah. you. I mean, why would I care about what other people think? think yeah this is my life i'm driving this yeah. car no uh-huh. i get it i get it but what if you're somebody out who's listening to this and you do care what people think and you do listen to the haters how do we how do you so i don't really well, like yeah that. so so i think it's i think it's good because there's there's some checks and balances there because i think you can listen to and now again the the peanut gallery in the back yeah forget them but like if like you said if you're talking to family members and and they're giving you discouraging advice or they're saying how hard it's going to be like i think it's important to listen to those questions and re-ask yourself that mm-hmm. because Absolutely. hey am i willing 
to do this? Mm-hmm. Am I willing to go through these struggles? And these are internal questions that you do need to ask and you need to answer for yourself because that what that does is that creates the conviction. But I look at that as constructive criticism, right? I mean, I look at that as, are, are you sure? Haters. Like, moms, are you sure? Moms, haters. Yeah, but I'm cousins, <laughs> haters. But that's what, I guess there's there's two terms, like people that you don't know, yeah. and then you have those that are close to you who might have an opinion about yeah. the decisions that you have made, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But even in so, like, I, I get it if it's your loved one, if it's your wife or whatnot, and she comes up and she has some criticisms about, you know, what you're doing. Well, here's a real-life situation in that, right? Okay, so a husband says, I'm miserable at my job. I want to go do something else. And it's something that I'm really passionate about and I want to do. And the wife says, hey, baby, we can't afford for you to start over. Mm-hmm. We can't, we have a family. Our, our kids need clothes and they need shoes. And like, we can't, like, we're okay right now. We can't afford you to go do what you're passionate about. Like, and I think that's a pretty regular conversation. Yeah, absolutely. That a lot of like spouses where, and it's the husband saying the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, no, babe, you can't go to work. Like you need to stay home or I want you to do whatever that is. Like you need to hear those because you need to answer those questions for yourself. Right. But like at the same time, like am, if it's a passion that I have and I want to leave a career that I've been in for 10, 15 mm-hmm. years to go do something I'm really passionate about, I need to be able to answer those questions because it's going to be hard on other people too. Absolutely. But that doesn't include just you. That's right. That includes others as well. Yeah. Wife, kids, and everyone else. And you have to take that for what it is. If it's if it's if you can't pay the bills, I mean, there's a lot that's surrounding that. I mean, yeah. that, that topic, that can be subjective because there's so much going on and, and it depends on that relationship yeah. and whatnot. I guess way, the way I look at it, it, the criticisms that I get is there are a lot of arrows that have been thrown my way from professionals, my peers, people I've been in, you know, been involved with in business with. And, you know, why are you doing this? You know, even the podcast, even starting this podcast, there were some criticisms and we all felt yeah. those, right? Maybe not so much from our immediate family, but from those that, you know, that are who we feel are friends. And it's, it, uh, I guess there's you have to block out the noise. It's almost yeah. like being in a game. Remember yeah. that if they if they are not inside the vision, they don't understand the vision. And you Absolutely. can tell them and you can explain it and and hopefully your loved ones will understand it and accept it. But just understand their perspective is very different than your perspective right. on what that goal or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, right? And if they don't have that vision, they just take it with a grain of salt. Like, evaluate it if it has legitimacy to it. Okay, process it. Ask right. yourself the question. Answer it. And then move on. Right. You know, I think it's, I think it's easier to, to block out the haters, if you will, or shake them haters off if you have a track record of being successful. If, you have, if your past has shown you that you can accomplish, it's probably a little bit easier to disregard what people are saying than if you're just a constant screw-up. And you're constantly, you know, or feel like you feel like you're constant. You haven't accomplished anything yet. But even though, man, bullshit, bullshit. I like say it. I I just look at it as, you know, what's the biggest? What what stops most of us from doing what we want to do? Security and what other people think. Fear. Fear. Fear is what you have to always overcome, right? And it's those haters who always. A compound that fear aspect of everything, man. You, if you do this, this is what's going to happen, and this is what's going to happen, and blah blah blah. It doesn't matter who you are, if you're passionate. And this is why I respect so many people. Even when I disagree with what they're saying, 
if they're passionate about it, I have so much respect for them. I really do, because they've been willing to go past that threshold of, of all the naysayers, of all the darts that have been thrown their way, of people you know, being extremely critical. They've been able to go through that with blinders and say, this is what I'm going to do. And we all know one thing we keep on talking about on this show. It takes time to get to where you want to be. And it's a process to get there. So it might be four years in which you're hearing and dealing with people who keep saying the same thing over and over again. They're negative, negative, negative. But damn it, if it's what you want to do, mm-hmm. who gives a shit? I, and I look at it this way. If it's my wife, I understand. She's a part of the, the household and yeah. we have to go through those things. But if you're outside of my house and you have an opinion about something, you kiss my ass because you don't pay the mortgage. Mm-hmm. You ain't paying the car bills. Right. You ain't doing those little things. You ain't getting up early in the morning to sacrifice your time. Come on, D. You're yeah. just talking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You don't like it, but stop following my yes. ass. Yeah. No, real, I mean, real life I, example of that, yeah. and I may have told the story before, is I got to Cleveland on the practice squad. First time in the NFL. And I got all sorts of energy, right? I'm trying to prove myself. I, I got these expectations with the NFL is. I got three linebackers that come up to me after my first practice. Like, hey, uh, 44, man, slow down. Just relax, yeah. man. Just relax. Joe Thomas is sitting next to me, sitting next to me in the, uh, in the, in the locker room. And these guys are like, hey, uh, yeah, too much, man. Mm-hmm. It's late in the year. Take it easy, bro. Right. Just get through practice. Joe Thomas leans over to me. He goes, those guys going to feed your family right. when you get cut because you're not playing hard? Because you're not doing it, he goes, don't listen to them. Right. Don't listen to those guys. And I think that's what Darren's trying to say is that like, it, they have zero impact on your future. They have zero uh, influence on it. And guess what? They don't deal with the consequences of you not pursuing that mm-hmm. goal. And that's what it is. Those haters, they could just tell you, they could just tell you, hey, don't do it. It's too hard. Because if you fail or, or, or if you're successful, I get to watch you be successful and wish that I could do it. But if you fail or or something happens, no skin off my back. I'm just going to tell you you can't do it. Yeah. I think it's, I think what Darren just said is a good point of it depends on how convicted you are of what you're going after. If you're truly into whatever it is you're after and and you're so convicted that that's the path that you need to be traveling down, it's much easier to to block out the noise. But if it's something you're kind of wishy-washy about, you're not real sure about, you think you're, you know, you, you don't know if you're totally into it or not, it's going to be easier to listen to the doubters because you have that fear in your, yourself. You have that doubt yourself. And so all, you know, listening to outside noise does is just feeds that doubt. Yeah. Whereas if it's something, no, man, I'm, I'm dead set. This is where I'm going. This is where I'm headed. And, and I don't care about anything else. That's much easier to block out the noise, yeah. in my opinion. Totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, use it as fuel like you used it, mm-hmm. right? Use it to fuel that conviction, confirm that conviction because – if the task is big enough that haters are telling you not to do it, it's going to take some conviction right. to get through it. Right. So make sure that you use that as fuel. And I mean, we've all been through it. Every, I mean, I think every professional athlete, everybody that has, has reached any level of success is, has been fueled by haters at some point. Right. You can't do it. Like my head coach in college telling me, man, I'm really glad you got your degree because you're really going to need to use it. It's like, man, screw you. I'm going to play pro ball and I'm going to remember this conversation and I'm going to come back to this locker room and I'm going to tell you, thank you for telling me that I couldn't do it. Right. Which I, which I did. Yeah, it's all how you, it's all perspective. It's how and then you I married his, And then I married his uh, son's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I really showed him. Pat, I love you. Pat, yeah. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, that's a great point in that 
you took that. It, it's you spun that. You hold on to that one. <laughs> yeah. I feel so good to get off. <laughs> yeah, but you spun that. Ne- that, that could have been negative conversation. Yeah. It's just all about how you took that yeah. conversation. I want you to think about this. So, it, it, you have kids, right? We all have kids right now, right? Luca, at, at some point, is going to be. You know, he's going to go through high school and then he's going to go through college and it's going to be you and Tiff and you guys are going to, he's going to get to that, that point in his life where he's 22, 23 years old and he's going to have a passion. And can you imagine being that person that talks him off of that passion? And now yeah. I know you're going to give him constructive oh, criticism, yeah. right? I you're going to give him a ton of construction. But one thing that you always like, in my, in my, in my mind, my job as a parent is just to guide them. Like mm-hmm. this is God's, this is God's baby. Yeah. I'm just here. I'm just got to you know, hopefully yeah. guide and, you know, put up some boundaries and all that, but this is God's baby. So why would I want to be that person outside of that, that's going to drive some kind of negativity in between them, mm. my son or my daughter and their dream. If it's their dream as, as parents of people that you love, why wouldn't you pour into them? They're going to make mistakes. You know they're going to make mistakes. Hell, we all made mistakes. So who the hell are we to stop someone from being passionate about mm-hmm. something? If it's, it's hard to find your passion in this mm-hmm. life. Hell, we're still looking for our passion right. half the time. If they're a young kid or an adult or whatnot, man, when, you're, when someone's passionate about something, man, rally behind them. Yeah. You know, you may look at it and go, oh, hell, that ain't going to work out. Yeah, but, man, just shut the f- shut yeah. up yeah. and allow and them to you, go through the That's process. a good point. That is a great point because not only are we talking to the people that are receiving the hate, we're also talking to people that maybe unintentionally or intentionally are the haters yes. out there. Like, don't steal the light from someone else. Imagine if someone told your child that. Someone told Absolutely. your child, no, hey, uh, you, want, you want to be the first female president? No, girls don't do that. Yeah. Imagine how pissed off as a dad you would be Absolutely. if someone told your daughter that. Yes. Right. Let's so go, don't be because that. Because you know what? Because people are telling your daughter that. Yes. People are saying that. So why would you want to compound that? Right. Yeah. Especially that they love you and trust in yeah. you. And now here you come uh, throwing this on top of them, man. I. I, I'm telling you, I've had so much respect, even when I don't like when, what people are saying. Mm. But I have so much respect for them because I know what it takes to truly believe in self. Mm. You, you just have to, you're, you have to overcome your own fears, and then you have to deal with the criticisms that are coming from the outside. That's a lot, man. And that's what stops people from really being successful is because they hear all the noise and they try to digest everything and then they become afraid and I don't want them to be critical of me. No, man. Yeah. You know, there's got to be something within you that says I'm willing, I'm okay, I'm available, and I'm going to do this for self. Have you guys ever verbally been that person hated on somebody? Yes. Maybe in your head you hate on them, but have you ever told somebody, dude, that's not realistic? Yes. What are you doing? Yes. Have, you have? I have. Huh. I really have. I have. What with, was the scenario? With my son, DJ. Huh. And I wanted him to go and finish up college. And we all know who DJ, well, if, you're not, if you're listening, DJ, my son, has always been the creative mind. He's all, you know, whether it be social media, whether it be editing, film, music, he's had these dreams and when he was in high school, he was a really good basketball player. And I wanted him to just finish out, play basketball, go to school, go to college, and, you know, do those things. Just, you know, 
the example of mm-hmm. go to school, mm-hmm. go to college, grad, you know, and then go into corporate America. And that's the way I was thinking. So at, at the age of 14, he was wanting to do what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. And I was the guy. So you try to discourage him from that. Though. I, not discourage him, but I was just like, man, take a different path. Because there's so many people doing what you're doing. Everybody wants to be a music okay, producer. So that's interesting blah, blah, that you're blah, so, blah. that's interesting that you're such, you have such a passion for ignore the haters. And yet. Yeah, and when here your I son was, came to you because just just through sheer ignorance, I saw that he had a passion, and I still wanted him to build his life similar to what my life looked like. Mm-hmm. Not so much in the sports, but you go grad. I always wanted my kids to go to go to college, graduate, and move on, right? Mm-hmm. right. But it was my dreams, not his dreams, yeah, and right. it took me to get to the point of like watching him do certain things and create music and be really creative to sit down and go, well, damn, Mm. this is, you know, he was off the streets. He wasn't hurting anyone. He just did what he wanted to do. And, you know, there's a lot of kids at that point in in his life. And and when he was growing up that were friends of his that weren't doing the right thing. Yeah. We all have, we all have those people. And I think this situation is, we just, you don't understand it. right? Right. Like, and especially as fast as things are changing nowadays, it's, you know, the old heads over here, like we don't yeah. get like the new, the new way of doing things. So like, yes, like there's ways to be successful that I, ha- I have no comprehension, comprehension on how it works. Right. So if you ask me advice on it, I'd probably be like, you're an idiot. Stop playing video games. Right. But like, I don't know. I don't know. Like what, you know, I, I didn't know what the gaming industry could do, mm-hmm. but let me ask this. We all know those people that are those idea people. Mm-hmm. We all have those friends or family members or whoever that they've got the next big business yeah. idea, right? So, and that's what you've got. I've got to catch myself too, and I do the same thing. It's like, well, you know, you've got to think about this, 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 and this. Kind of intentionally discouraging the people. I just pile on all the hard things when people come into real estate. Yeah. Hey, I want to get into commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. I see the really sexy, you know, top producers making a ton of money, and you know, yeah. they just. Well, it's actually a lot more work than you actually think. It's like a lot yeah. harder than this. But I intentionally will pile on how hard it is mm-hmm. so that people are discouraged. And I'm, I've literally just kind of thought that. Like, there's people in my life that are those idea people that I've got this, I've got that. And it's like, well, have you thought about this? Have, my, uh, my initial reaction is, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Did you know you got to do this? Okay, well, how are you going to get funding for it? Or what's your business plan? Or, hey, what's your model? How are you going to grow? How are you going to sustain? You know, I mean, all these things. And it's like overwhelming. And like you, you shut people down because right. like, oh, I can't. Instead of just getting started. Yeah. And we've mm-hmm. talked about it, right? Just get started. Take that step forward. But like we all do it. Yeah, we do. Now, yeah, I think though if, if you're that person with the idea, yes, you 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 actually solicit help from the haters. But and I we say haters, we're putting anybody that gives advice to you as haters. I'm not saying everybody's haters. No, you know what you should do? I got the best piece of advice I ever got is hey, don't take don't take advice from broke folk. Yeah. Mm. Money advice from broke folk. Don't take money advice from broke. No, just advice. Yeah. Advice in general. Yeah, but no, I'm not saying from <laughs> advice, period. I'm just saying money no, advice. Don't take money advice from broke folk. Like, if you're going to take it from advice from someone, take someone who's been in the field. Yeah. And that's in what I'm saying. Yeah, in what you're pursuing. Find people that can actually, okay, I do 
I do trust that person. That's something that I don't know. Like if I were to, if I were to uh, retire from football and to go try to just develop, be a developer right out, not knowing a dang thing about right. real estate at all, not knowing anything about how to, you know, do any fundraising or raise capital or put together schematics or site selection. I mean, no idea. Right. But so what I do, what I did is I went to the real estate community, people that have done it before. Like and I Roger, asked those people. Right. Like yeah. Roger Staubach, yeah. who's been through it. That's right? exactly right. Yeah. But if I went, if I went and talked to the dude at the grocery store right. about real estate development, that's a hater. Right. But go solicit, but find and use that advice. Yeah. And that's when you go through the vetting process of, is this really something that I can be convicted about and commit, right. commit myself fully towards this goal? Yeah. You know, one one thing we haven't touched on yet is um, when you think about, I used to think like successful people had certain attributes that were just, I I, I couldn't touch those attributes. Mm -hmm. Like they were gifted. There was Mm -hmm. something special about them that I would just never have. Until you started getting around them. Until you start getting around them and you realize there's nothing out out of this world special. What is the one thing that, I know I don't want to go off topic. You've known, you've seen people that, and been around people that have been highly successful, what would you say the number one thing is about them? I mean, my opinion is that they've been doing it the longest. So consistency. Consistency. They've been doing whatever it is. So there's really nothing. Yeah, they're smart, and they have have skills. Not all the time. I get that. Not all the time. (laughs) Right, not all the time. (laughs) But more times than not, it's not like it's magic. It's not like Mm -hmm. it's something that's unattainable. Mm -hmm. It's It's very attainable if you stick to it long enough. And so we're talking about shaking them haters off. It's if you don't let that outside noise creep in and you just stick with it, you're probably going to end up accomplishing whatever. Yeah. Now, again, if you're 4'11 and you're trying to make the NBA, that's different. But if you're trying to be successful in real estate or yeah. in business, yeah. if you just chances are if you just stick with it long enough, you're uh-huh. going to get there eventually. Yeah. yeah. But what do we do? We let the outside noise creep in. We quit. You know yeah. when we quit is like the outside noise comes in and then we have a downtime. And we face that challenge. Yeah. yeah. And it confirms it. Yeah. As opposed to leaning back on that conviction and saying, all right, I, I know that I got to push through it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing magical. Let's take the podcast world. There's millions of podcasts out yeah. there. Us starting this podcast and wanting it to grow into what do we uh-huh. want it to grow to, the yeah. chances are slim. Right. Yeah. Why are they slim? Because most people end up stopping or quitting. Yeah. There's Joe Rogan, we talk about him, we've talked about him so much, but he's been doing it for 14 years. Yeah. No wonder he's number one in the world. Yeah. He's been doing it so long. Yeah. He never quit. Yeah. So you just keep now th- again, there has to be a certain level of, of talent. Yeah. You have to mm-hmm. you have to be putting out good good content or good things, whatever, whatever it is, whatever path you're going down. But more times than not, if you just block out that noise, you're going to get there eventually. Yeah, um, and don't take, you know, one of the biggest criticisms we see is people that are passive aggressive. Uh, like they want to send shots across the bow. Yeah. They, you know, and do it in a, with a smile. Where do you think that, that comes from? I, I have an from, answer. That's but from, where does that, where, when haters start hating, where's that coming from? Jealousy. I jealousy. think it's jealousy. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. I do. Or, or insecurity, yeah. which I think is, feeds into the jealousy. Why does it feel so good? If I haven't accomplished to start hating on Tyler. Because you're justifying you not either following your passion right. or you not working as hard as you should yep. or, you know, maybe, hey, I feel like I deserve more. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to let anybody else get that because I did. I deserve more and I'm not there. Mm-hmm. How many truly successful people, whatever you deem success as, how many truly successful people spend their days hating on other people? 
None, time. none, none, time. none. Exactly. Right. Right. So understand that hater is probably not successful in whatever yeah. it is you're going. You ta- I mean, you talk like about like maybe you know entrepreneurs early on, right? Early on, you're worried about your competition. Who's out there? Who am I competing against? Like you think about like your technology company, mm-hmm. right? You're like, who's out there? Like, what are they doing? Oh my gosh, they won that business. They worried about this. All you're doing is taking away from you going and getting your exactly. own business and surpassing them. That's right. Yeah, and right. and I, I, you're 100 percent right. Like the best of the best, they don't have time. They for concern it. They themselves them. with themselves. Darren, yeah. were, were you ever? You were one of the best safeties to ever play. Yeah. Were you ever sitting there thinking, telling some young kid, dude, you ain't gonna make it? No. You didn't have time for no, that. No, I didn't have. Man. You were so focused on what you were doing, you didn't have time to be. You know what? No, but what fact, he did is he went and told. told <laughs> yeah. <that coach laughs> went and told hey, Jerry, hey, you gotta get this Johnson, kid out of here. Guy, hey, you gotta get this guy out. No, but you know. You're right, man. I think the one thing is, is that you're always so hyper-focused on what you have to get accomplished mm-hmm. and what you're doing is that you don't have time to hate, right. man. I, I was listening to, to Kevin Hart one time, and he was doing an interview, and they were talking about people hating on him on, on his Instagram post or, or whatnot. And the one thing he said that really stuck with me was, you know, I, I don't mind having haters like yeah. that's you know you're doing something I was when just you gonna have say yeah. haters like yeah. there is a reason why they're you're well known you're, enough you're, <laughs> to you're, have haters you're yeah. you're disruptive in some way yeah. right? right and he says and to all you haters that are out there just keep on piling on and keep jumping on but he also said one thing that really stuck with me he says and in, on Instagram you have a choice if you really hate me and you don't want to follow me just stop push the damn button mm-hmm. and stop following me right and i thought you know what how simple his mindset was just it was so pure in the fact that i want every young kid to hear that like mm-hmm. just if you're crit- if you're someone that's being critical of someone and you don't like them stop following them mm-hmm. check out if you're someone who's being disruptive and you have a passion that all the haters that come on, it means you're doing something. Yeah. You're, you're burning. You're burning through things. You're, you're being disruptive in the industry. Yeah. Get as many haters as you possibly can. Because yeah. I want, I want our country cause we have a problem with that in our country. Yeah. Real tough on social media, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. whatever. And we're spending the time that you go and hate on someone else for something they said or something they did or something you disagree with, the time that you spent, think about what you could have accomplished yeah. for yourself to progress yourself. Mm-hmm. To your point, Ben, that's exactly it. All you're doing is killing progression when you're wasting time mm-hmm. hating on someone else. And you know what? You're wasting progression worried about when those people are hating on you because that person on the other side of that screen has a zero impact mm-hmm. on what you are going to do about your zero. success. Yeah. Zero. Yeah, so if you're listening to this and, and you do struggle with listening to what people are saying and, and focusing on the negative, one of my arguments, I've said this in the past, we don't have a, for the most part, we don't have a work ethic problem, I don't think. We might have a passion problem. Right. You just haven't quite found what it is that you're so passionate and all in for that when somebody does make a negative comment, it's easier to listen to those things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if it's something that, man, that I really want and I have that that really true deep rooted reason why I want that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to matter what anybody says because right. yeah. I'm so focused in on that goal. 
Let's, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna let's push this that. to another episode. But that passion topic is is and we've talked about like purpose and passion and all that stuff. Like my thought process on that has evolved so much over the last two years. Like this whole idea of oh you've got it once you find your passion you're gonna do it. Also, just understand that like you can be passionate about something. Like, but it doesn't have to consume you. It right. doesn't have to be the strength that get, gets you through all the haters. Mm-hmm. Like, there's work that comes behind it. Yeah. And you can develop a passion through work. Like, think about, um, I mean, your body, right? Like, sometimes I become, when I am training, I'm actually working hard, that's when the passion comes in right. for it. So just be careful about the passion. Well, aspect. it doesn't feel like work at that point. Well, but then there's also, but then there's also the justification for for, and I, and I say failure, but there's the justification for not achieving what you think that you should achieve. Mm. Well, I just haven't found my passion yet. I'm just looking for my passion, and we talk about it all the yeah. time. We're still finding it, but like we are also taking a step forward, step towards it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We're yeah. doing something about it, and and I just feel like you know we don't yeah we don't necessarily have a work ethic problem. We don't have, we have is an entitlement problem that we feel like we're, we deserve certain things right now, right now. That's the problem that we have and we're not willing to get uncomfortable to get those things. Right. We'll work if we're, if we're passionate about it, but if, if we don't, if someone else has what we have, we feel like we should have it for doing nothing. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the problem. Yeah. 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 That was a good one, but we, we, we thought that was supposed to be a 15 minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got passionate about that. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Hey guys, if you enjoy the episode, any of these episodes, please share, please subscribe, please leave us a review. Again, all that stuff may seem arbitrary, but it really does help us out. It gets us more visibility. We're trying to grow this thing. We really want even you haters. Go ahead and hey, bring the hate. Yeah, bring us, the hate. Leave us a five star review and uh, <laughs> make sure you subscribe to the show first. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks.